Hello, hello, everybody. This is Elaine with Chat Time with Elaine, and thanks so much for tuning in. It has certainly been a long time coming for me to post this next podcast, so um, thanks if you followed along before, and if you're following along now for the very first time or maybe several times in a row. I feel so official. I was able to uh, get a microphone, and hopefully that helps some of the surround sound noise, but it also helps that... Uh, my daughter's asleep, though I am hanging out with all the pets, so if you hear some sounds, it could very well be my chinchilla. Yes, that's right, a chinchilla. <laughs> You'll have to look it up if you don't know what that is, but essentially a very large uh, squabbit, we call him. He's a squirrel rabbit. Um, but anyway, um, thanks for tuning in. I'm excited to share what's been on my heart. There's been so much, right? I should have written it down so that I could have all these topics to bring forth. Sometimes I do, sometimes I don't. But tonight, I just had something um, kind of heavy on my heart that I wanted to share with all of you, um, especially with what we've been going through the last couple of years with um, the coronavirus and just generally the things that um, kind of come our way as life progresses. So um, just a quick life update. Um, it's been a while since I hopped on um, just because I've been managing uh, a variety of things, including my blog, which you should check out at earnestlylane.weebly.com. But also um, we had our first daughter. So um, very excited. Hosanna is six months old, over six months old, and she's keeping us on our toes. Hence why I am recording this evening <laughs> now that she is asleep. Um, so thankful for her, for her health, um, and um, just the joy she brings into our lives. She's kind of doing all the big things right now. She's teething. She is crawling officially now and started solids a few weeks ago as well so we've got all that in the works and um just um excited to see what's next and also <laughs> um a little nervous at the same time but um so that's what's been going on for us uh, my husband robbie and i are also still in seminary um, my husband already uh graduated with his master's um, in divinity and I am um, continuing my schooling gradually here. I took kind of a hiatus um, to just kind of figure out what stay-at-home mom life would look like. Um, but I am doing well, and uh, baby's doing well, and so we're very thankful. Um, anyway, uh, the topic I wanted to share about tonight is just staying encouraged in the Lord um, when difficult things come our way. And particularly things that seem to kind of nag at us, things that the enemy knows we struggle with, things that we know the that the enemy knows are a weakness or a fault for us. Um, I think as a Christian, it is important to be aware of both of our strengths and our weaknesses because um, our strengths can be our giftings and we can know how to use those and hone in on those and practice them more regularly and use them to honor God and those around us. And our weaknesses likewise could be improved um, with some time and some patience, but our weaknesses um, sometimes can lend themselves to our sin. And so we want to be careful with um, those things that we know are a difficulty for us or more difficult than it might be for someone else. Um, so it just varies for every person, right? Um, 
but the enemy knows how to strike. Um, the enemy comes to um, steal, kill, and destroy, the Bible says. And um, <laughs> not to start the podcast out on a, on a bummer note, there is hope. Um, so continue listening. Um, God is... God is so good. He's been so faithful. I just keep saying that. I keep writing that in my blogs. I keep posting it. I keep saying it because it's just so true. It's one of my, um, just one of the most prominent characteristics that I've seen, um, you know, God just show to me, especially in this season when some things have come to pass that I didn't anticipate, or at least not at this point in my life. And so, I'm just so thankful, um, in the big and then the small, how God has blessed and given me more, um, more than I ever anticipated. And, um, I'm just thankful for his grace and I'm thankful for how he's growing me, how he's growing my husband, how he's growing us as a family, um, (laughs) literally and spiritually. (laughs) Um, and so I just want to, you know, start off just saying that I'm just so thankful for God's faithfulness and, the way that he's, um, you know, shown himself to me in so many different ways and in so many different seasons. Um, just like, I just want to remember the times that have been uncomfortable, the times that have made me squirm because, um, the times that I just didn't know exactly how things were going to play out. Times I was afraid, times that I was just terribly sad, times that I was afraid and just remember how God really, really took me out of those times. And, you know, when people say this too shall pass, when you're still feeling those heavy emotions and that heavy season and those burdens, and you haven't fully given that over to God, it's like, is that actually something that I can rely on? Is that actually truth? But in fact, it is. And God has shown me time and time again. So I'm just here to testify that and to thank him for that. Um, So hopefully you're able to also um, hope for that, if not have already seen it many times in your faith walk as well. Um, Not to get too too, uh, much off the path here, I want to go back to when we are discouraged by things that um, life throws at us, whether for the first time or, in this case, repeatedly, um, is what I want to talk about particularly. I think it's... um, I think it's not wrong, you know, as a Christian to struggle with the same, um, like I want to say this correctly, with the same thing over and over again, as long as we are, you know, armoring up with um, the truth of the word and um, we are putting things in place to protect us. Like we're being intentional about being careful about our weaknesses, about our sin, about the things that cause us to sin or are a temptation for us. So that doesn't mean like, oh, it's okay to just keep sinning and keep sinning and like, you know, not have any remorse or, or whatever. But like, if we're putting things in place, if we have accountability, if we have community, if we're praying, if we're seeking God diligently and earnestly every day, uh, you know, if we're putting those, um, those, uh, you know, those weapons into place, whatever, to protect ourselves, but we just keep struggling with things. That's not wrong. It's just, it's just kind of life. Um, everybody has a different thing that they're battling with. Um, some of us more than others, some more things than others. And it just depends on the season of life. 
um, which is which is why it's so important to always, you know, love people and be kind to people and be gentle with people because you never really know where they're at, right? Um, and to, if possible, build more in-depth relationships with those around us so that we can be more vulnerable about um, how we're really doing um, with wisdom, of course. You know, there are certain people that um, uh, wouldn't, you know, deserve all this vulnerability and trust and stuff, but... Um, with God's wisdom and discernment, we can develop relationships where we feel safe, where we feel seen, where we can share what we're going through, the good, bad, and the ugly, you know. Um, and then and then beautifully, if uh, one person is going through a hard time, the other can encourage and lift the other up. And vice versa, when the other person is going through something, the other person can pray for them and encourage them and, and give them hope. So... Um, I think it's really a beautiful thing to have community um, with uh, with um, the church or your neighbor or your family or all of the above, hopefully. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I've definitely just been thinking about how do you approach um, the enemy having this tactic of knowing where your weakness is, pinpointing that, um, you know, how, how he just attacks you like suddenly and out of nowhere, or you get discouraged even just because you're discouraged because it's the same thing. And you thought that you were over it and you thought that you were okay. And you thought that that was something you'd never have to deal with again, or at least not for a very long time. And so I just really thought I would share this because I'm hoping that it resonates with some of you that you're not alone if you're going through something that is, you know, constantly bugging you, something that's constantly on your mind and yet you don't want it there. You want freedom. You want peace. You want God's joy. You want what he has to offer you, which is abundant life, the Bible says. And so we're not meant to live that way. We're not meant to um, have constant anxiety or fear or stress or pain or whatever it might be for you because um, God wants to give us life and he wants to give it to us abundantly. And so I want to share some scriptures with you that hopefully will be an encouragement. Um, the Bible talks about um, how we should be strong and courageous. It says in Deuteronomy 31.6, do not be afraid or terrified because of them, for the Lord your God goes with you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. And I think it's so important to just in these times where you feel attacked um, by Satan, it's to just drop what you're doing if possible and just pray and just seek God and just read his scripture, the Bible, and and look over what his promises are. And just remember, like, um, just the truth of that and how you can hope in that. And, um, and I, it works, it works for me every single time. If I genuinely just say, God, I need you. God, help me with this. God, you know, I've been battling with this. Take this for me, you know? Um, and, and it doesn't always dissipate. It doesn't always go away forever. But in that moment or that day or that week or for however long that God intends, I feel 
total and complete peace. I feel total and complete, um, you know, like no worry, no fear about that thing, whatever it might be for you. And so I just want to encourage you to do this just you know, it sounds so basic, but it's so important. It's so significant to the Christian faith to just enjoy the presence of God, to just turn to him in those times. And in general, no matter if you're going through a tough season or not, or a tough day or not, to just enjoy his presence. And that looks different for everybody, I think. And I think there can be room for variety. I'm a variety person, you know, Um, I don't think you have to be too legalistic about, oh, it has to be the same book of the Bible every day and it has to be 20 chapters and I have to sit here for an hour. There's nothing wrong with that. I mean, if you're disciplined to be able to do that and you, and that's how you connect with the Lord, I think that's a great thing. And I think it is important to develop um, like a discipline in your faith because we need self-control and we need, um, you know, that's one of the fruit of the spirits. But personally for me, um, my devotion times look differently day to day. Sometimes it might be uh, reading my devotional and then praying, or it might be listening to a sermon and then doing some worship time, or it might be, um, you know, for some people it's like spending time in nature and going out for a walk and praying and talking to God there. Um, the beautiful thing is that, you know, God just wants you. He just wants you to seek him. He just wants you to come to him earnestly um, and just talk to him. Just tell him what's on your heart. Tell him what's on your mind. Give him thanks. Give him praise. Um, remember to do that as well. And then, you know, there's no special or specific way that you have to pray. It's just you and God. It's just developing a relationship with him. Um, and just uh, asking God to convict us of the things that we could be changing, you know, Asking him to strip things away from our lives that aren't helpful, that are causing maybe that anxiety in the first place or that fear in the first place. Some things we can change and some things we we can't. But I know that we can always turn to the Lord. We can always turn to him for complete peace and safety and encouragement. The Bible talks about often in the Psalms that he is our refuge, that he is our hiding place, that he is our shelter. And I want to read a part of Psalm 91 starting in verse 1. Whoever dwells in the shelter of the Most High will rest in the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust. Surely He will save you from the fowler's snare and from the deadly pestilence. He will cover you with His feathers, and under His wings you will find refuge. His faithfulness will be your shield and rampart. You will not fear the terror of the night, nor the arrow that flies by day, nor the pestilence that stalks in the darkness, nor the plague that destroys at midday. A thousand may fall at your side, ten thousand at your right hand, but it will not come near you. You will only observe with your eyes and see the punishment of the wicked. And I think I'm going to read the rest because it's just so good. Or in verse 9, if you say, the Lord is my refuge, and you make the most high your dwelling, no harm will overtake you, no disaster will come near your tent, for he will command his angels concerning you to guard you in all your ways. They will lift you up in their hands, so that you will not strike your foot against a stone. You will tread on the lion and on the cobra. You will trample the great lion and the serpent. Verse 14, because he loves me, says the Lord, I will rescue him. 
I will protect him, for he acknowledges my name. He will call on me, and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. With long life I will satisfy him and show him my salvation. So um, that's definitely one of the psalms you can turn to when you're going through something, when there's something that, you know, is just nagging you, something that's just trying to steal your peace, something that's just trying to steal your joy. We can be certain that that's the enemy um, trying to take down what God wants to give us and already has given us. So we just have to um, rely on the Lord. We just have to give it to him. We just have to surrender it. I think we have to call it for what it is, admit it for what it is, pray about it, and give it to God. And like I said, it's not always, you know, a, a you know, an easy one and done type of prayer or type of thing. Sometimes we have to pray that every day. There are certain things that are so challenging in life or so painful in life that we have to give it to God constantly. The Bible talks about um, praying continually. And I think that that just means being aware of God's presence often throughout the day and stopping and praying to him, something I'm convicted to do more. Because where God is, there's love and peace and joy and just this incomprehensible joy, you know. Um, If you've experienced it, God's divine peace and joy is something, you know, that does not compare to anything from this world. Because it isn't from this world, it's divine. And so, um, hopefully this brief podcast really encourages you to, um, no matter what you're going through, continually stay encouraged in the Lord. And to find those ways that work for you, those methods, whether it be community, accountability, um, more devoted time to the Lord. Being honest with yourself about those things. And making a change for the better to, I don't know, just guard yourself from some of these attacks from Satan, especially when you know that those are your weaknesses, when you know that that's a, that's going to nag you, when you know that that's something that's going to be tough to overcome. Don't just keep it to yourself and deal with it on your own. Open that up. Open that up to someone who's safe. Open that up to the Lord. And don't be discouraged if it's something that you have to um, pray about many times that day, that week, that month, that year. You know, we don't prefer it, but it's what's going to help us get through it. And it's going to heal us. And it's going to one day be completely turned around and renewed and redeemed. And that's the beautiful thing, that God will redeem everything. And that the painful things can be, can still be used some way, somehow to honor God and bring glory to his name and some ways somehow teach us, grow us, strengthen us and help us persevere in this faith walk. So if you're going through something and you need prayer and um, you're not sure who to reach out to, feel free to talk to me um, and we'll connect. One of the verses I'd like to leave you with today is from Isaiah 40, 31. I'm reading from the NIV, by the way. But those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run 
and not grow weary. They will walk and not be faint. It's a beautiful thing to hope in the Lord, knowing that it's not just the here and the now and the temporary and the emotions and the feelings and the heaviness right now. Knowing that one day, one day soon, things will be made whole and perfect, whether that's us going to heaven or Jesus returning soon. So don't lose hope, friend. Don't lose heart. Keep running that good race and hope and trust in the Lord. Amen. Thanks for listening.